Thor versus Honeybee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's stationed here, and in this video, I'm going to show you how to do the basic. If you know me by name and are watching this, then you know me as a local who you tier list. Uh, nah, I'm not talking about no tier list. No tier list. That's never happened. This one? The winner is this Funko Pop. Oh, it's on the top. I'll be, I'll be seeing in 3D the whole weekend. Extracting all the depth out of every decision I observe. A monkey business. And this is the pilot. The seven golden letters. different on a setup but we'll explain that in a couple seconds here uh let's see here uh what did i do did i mess something up no, i don't think so uh what do we got here though we got episode five of the seven golden letters show online edition <laughs> yeah that's right i'm monkey business actually made it online you're seeing it on my private life right now my bright red room this is where the fighting games happen folks me bloodshot eyes over here uh, pretty much uh, all evening, afternoon, and night. Just kidding. That would be a way to guarantee yourself running into burnout. And that's actually the theme of our episode today. Trying that to is, avoid things like that. That is the theme of our episode. But first, uh, a little bit of explanation of why we're doing the online. Unfortunately, yours truly has caught a case of the COVID. But that yeah, is never... It around, doesn't it? Yeah, it does get around. But it's not going to stop us here. Uh, Monkey Business and myself are dedicated to give you a high quality show so yeah yeah i think it's important to show that immediately you know mm -hmm. and dedication you're, uh, you're fighting through it you know if fighting game players we have to persevere okay. sometimes we get nerfed sometimes we lose right sometimes uh things outside of our control can uh, can feel like they're limiting us uh sickness can feel that same way but i mean i think he sounds pretty good right now yeah, you might hear a little bit of congestion way deep in the back of the throat in the sinus areas, but I'm going to do my best to uh, keep the coughing to a minimum, and the water is on deck, as you saw the big jug before. The chug jug, as I like to call it. Yeah, that's uh, right. I got my own full Brita filter over here. <laughs> can use it as a filter to see my face. Yes. Uh, this I should not be doing this one-handed, folks. This is actually quite heavy. Quite dangerous. Over the keyboard, accidentally spill it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear that sizzling and finally get myself a new PC. <laughs> yeah, the, the perfect excuse to get the PC, right? Yeah. Uh, please help. <laughs> I, I, I broke my computer. <laughs> All right. But Monkey Business alluded to it a little bit earlier, as does the title of the episode, Burnout, folks. We've all experienced it at some part in our fighting game career or maybe our regular, regular career, you know? Yeah. There's there's um, a lot of uh, different ways that burnout affects us, um, especially previously for monkey business and myself, especially in this kind of pandemic uh, online era of fighting games. Burnout was a big factor for a lot of like uh, players, I think. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my engagement with fighting games had been so rich in the offline era living in Boston. I had like 
two or three locals that I could choose to go to within a single week. And uh, even in Buffalo, of course, we had Wednesdays and Saturdays. And so the we got to engage so personally and uh, like enjoyably with the games with people we actually know where like every word you say, you know, you, you can play you can play MK online and someone will turn on their mic and it'll be a, a, a grand old time. Right. But playing offline, nobody's going to really be uh, turning on the mic to scream at you like that. You know, instead, you'll just be learning the game faster together and like also laughing while you're doing it. Yeah. And or the, or the online is much harder to do that. Yeah. Or the guy next to you is going to turn at you and start yelling at you. Really. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if they are, then they must be. I imagine they're saying something really funny and they know me quite well. And that's uh, no, it's I, out of I pure anger. Enjoying that. <laughs> out of pure anger. Yeah. He's well, screaming I, at you. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, at that point, you know, I got to I got to test myself. I got to see how well I can still perform even through that and, and push the limits because it's not like it's getting any more unstable if he's already screaming at me. What is he going to do? Hit me? That local is not happening. No, no. But honestly, yeah. if he's screaming at you for whatever reason, I kind of admire that amount of passion he has. I it's admire almost the admirable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only it could be always channeled so positively into right. like trying to get better at the game yourself. I, uh, man, I was dealing with this yesterday playing online. When when you're really bodying somebody, sometimes they just put down the controller. And I've actually picked up a new personal practice thanks to people doing this online in Guilty Gear when they're getting perfected by soul and feeling like they just they just don't get to play and they put the controller down. Only then do I start teabagging. That's it. And then they come back. They get angry enough to come back and I bring their soul back into it. And I, I bagged on this one dude who put down his controller with no life left. And he made he made a full zero to death comeback on me. Nice. You inspired and I was him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I destroyed him next round. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you put but down like, the controller. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's funny, but uh I really don't. I feel like the worst type of fighting game player is the person who does that and just puts down the controller. And uh, I was commentating one time with No One Man, a Guilty Gear Strive match, when a player did that. And No One Man just went off, just screaming at him. Fred hated it. And I'm inclined to agree. I'm going to start teabagging from there on. Mm. I have to say, I definitely uh, put down the controller once in a tournament mm. match. Mm. It, was a, it was a rookie station. Freshman year, yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I was young. Would you would you have would it have been worse for you if that player also te- bagged on you? Well, I didn't put down it like game one or something. It was like yeah, yeah. the finishing combo, and mm-hmm. instead of like killing me, he did a restand where I had like one HP. So I'm like, that would fucking <laughs> shake my. I'm hand. not playing. This yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> there, there was no coming back. And then that dude, it was. Yeah. Uh, who was it against? It was one of the Brazil. Oh, who's the one Brazilian Johnny Cage player that's like insane? A conqueror? No. Uh, uh, MKX. Killer Zinok? Yeah, him. It was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nice. people knew he was like good, but they didn't know he was like insanely good. That's credit to him. Yeah. I mean, uh, you you have permanent respect for him after that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into burnout here. So burnout. Um, Let's talk about what burnout is to begin with. Burnout, we've all experienced it, like I said. uh, All right. You know, we're online. We've talked about commentating online before. It's a little bit hard to not talk over each other, knowing when the gaps are. So give us a little bit of leeway here. This is not our normal setup, as you see. Mm. But uh, so what burnout is, um, 
for me, let's talk. I'm going to talk about it on a personal thing. It's me. It's just like no willingness or or want to play or learn or have fun with it at all. You know, just like mm-hmm. completely feel like dreading every time I have to play it. No, no want at all. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it manifests like that across pretty much everyone that acquires burnout at one point or another. Um, I think most of the burnout that I've felt has come from trying to make myself to play games that I really just find myself despising the design yeah. directions of. Um, I could definitely say I dealt with a lot of MK11 burnout. Yep. Um, no, uh, I mean, I don't have to go into, you know, decisions I don't like, but I can say the words automatically building meter and defense meter and only two bars and, you know, stuff like that just really drove me nuts. And yeah. I would still try to find a way to make myself like it and feel like I was so close sometimes. But all those, uh, all the enjoyment I was finding was just from like labbing things that had nothing to do with actually playing the game. And that makes engaging with the game so like, solitudinary that's the biggest word i just made up um and like (laughs) lonely and i guess i was making some good videos back then for tech because i didn't enjoy playing the game as much and like wasn't like pursuing competition um but eventually even you burn out on making videos for something you don't like and Mm. you at some point you have to face the fact that you might want to try another fighting game if you really don't like something and that can be a huge opportunity yeah you brought up a good point that i want to bring up later uh i'm gonna take a note of it but um yeah you kind of uh covered something that i experienced with street fighter 5 actually is Mm -hmm. um you know there's just some like certain mechanics about the game that it's like I, I didn't really like that much, but it was the most popular game at the time. You know, everybody's playing it. It's Street Fighter Five. Yeah. It's a new Street Fighter. It's a pinnacle of the FGC. You have to play it. Mm-hmm. And there's just like certain things about it that I'm like, man, you know, I, I don't really enjoy playing this game that much. But, you know, I was kind of forcing myself to play because I wanted to be good at it because it was the game, the popular game at the time. Mm-hmm. And eventually in competition you know yeah yeah of course but eventually injustice 2 came out and that's where all my time went to (laughs) yeah praise the (laughs) 2017 was a big year that injustice 2's launch was so sick yeah um but yeah so that's i guess that is just the the best way to categorize burnout is unwillingness to or not unwillingness it's Lack of want, I guess, to play or learn or not having fun, you know, kind of dreading, uh, dreading playing, you know, feeling exhausted whenever you do play, performing yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I would say it's the absence of desire to engage with the game physically, mechanically, even if you still feel some kind of cultural tie to the scene that plays the game like uh, a lot of your friends are playing but you're just not enjoying it or you want to keep up your aspirations as a streamer and a competitor but every time you go to play the game you feel so nervous that you end up afraid of it like i think a lot of uh, people make themselves play the game regularly by by becoming a streamer with the game but i found myself really dreading playing fighting games sometimes when I was trying to make myself do that. And when I finally started just like 
not hesitating about when to play the game, just playing it a little bit privately in free time. That gave me the kind of base and foundation I needed in performing the game to finally be comfortable playing it in front of a stream. Um, so just remembering to also have like private sessions and keep the game to yourself and not have to always feel like you're upholding or performing a, a reputation, whether it be as a competitor, content creator, or a streamer or anything, you know, just uh, don't forget the ways that you first fell in love with fighting games in the first place. And for me, of course, it was like when you find yourself learning in a private set that's just never ending, even online, even in silence. I love, I eat up those silent gameplay sessions mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, there's like, when you see two guys, you know, just sitting at the setup, grinding 50, 50 matches in a row, not saying a word to each other, you know the level up. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. you you see it happening because they're just sitting there learning and taking everything in, enjoying it, even without saying a single word. Those are the sets that you have to seek out. They're uh, um, sometimes they just happen naturally. Even especially if people are shy, they'll like hardly interact outside of playing the game, and mm -hmm. uh, that's still, that's still a valuable relationship to have. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, and you you earn like so much respect for them as a, yeah. a player just by like. The amount of like grinding that you did together, you know? Yeah, if you give anyone a hundred games, like they will have learned the matchup from you. And oh, like yeah. that's 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 a gift that you should never forget, and you probably won't. Um, Unless you won't learn the matchup after a hundred games, in which case Yeah, if you get if you go a hundred no and it's not even close, then uh and you didn't learn anything from it, then I don't know what to tell you. That could definitely <laughs> happen though. I feel like I feel like I could probably play 100 games in a row against most Guilty Gear players and win them all. You think so? I I do think it's possible to be that consistent. Yeah. You know? I think I, I don't think I'm the only one. I think you probably could too. I think, uh, you know, the, the, a Diaphone could, Hotashi, oh, anybody really. Yeah, Just top players. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely um, a level where certain players are compared to others. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk about why burnout can happen, I think. Um, definitely, there's a couple reasons that are outside of just you individually. You know, something like maybe a pandemic happens where all tournaments oh, yeah. are shut down and you can't go anywhere. You can't travel. There's no offline scene. There's no tournaments. Yeah. Something like that yeah. maybe uh, could have a big impact on why you feel a lack of uh motivation to play a game you know yep because like online you even if you win an online tournament man i don't think it might be harder to get your friends to know or care because they don't have the chance to be there with you in the moment like and, or, and actually like go to wendy's and eat on your dime after because you got first or second <laughs> your local you know yeah. it just like you can win an online tournament and probably not smile the rest of the night. Like, I'm not going to lie, but an offline tournament you win, you're definitely smiling at some point. Oh, yeah. You're, you're taking home some hardware. You're a happy yeah. boy. Yeah. And, like, you know, the fighting game community did a great thing making online tournaments have prizes with a wholehearted adopt adoption of, like, the Matcharino platform for free fundraising and crowdfunding. But, like, the that is still actually less valuable than the experience of knowing that other people actually watched you win in your match, which was shown at a projector at your local or, you know, maybe to a stream, but also the people around you actually watching you play. 
because so many fewer people watch online tournament broadcasts and because there's so much less going on in them, um, I feel like the enjoyment you might have, the pride you might have, the personal cloud of like showing what you can do to your friends, it's just not going to be there for online compared to offline either. No, definitely not. I mean, I think like Evo Online is just like the best example of nobody watched that yeah I, nobody watched it nobody knew when it happened you know ceo it's not even evo's fault like it was like an esl they treated it like a little esl online tournament that they have every other week like, yeah it's it's there's just no comparison between online tournaments and offline the the amount of prestige and not just prestige but just everything else that goes with it is it's just so much more amplified offline yeah, and it's something you could I would even play and practice for. Right, yeah. And that's definitely why people burn out, you know. They don't, you know, people feel the lack of motivation to play and practice because there's no more offline events, you know. People there's definitely people out there who are offline warriors rather than online mm -hmm. warriors. You, know, you always exactly. hear the term online warrior, but how often do you hear offline warrior? People who truly think that playing online is a waste of time, but still get good enough to just do everything they need to do offline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and go ahead. Yeah, they, they're like you know they they definitely want people to actually witness them. And they don't want to see messages in a Twitch chat. You know, they don't. They they just want to like go oh when they do something. <laughs> yeah. Um... People like the, uh, you know, there's people who like play characters offline, you know, they like to hype up the crowd and stuff, but mm -hmm. I mean, and some crowds feed that really well. What was that? Some crowds feed that really well, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Crowd monsters, chants, you know, that that stuff. What, what do you, it, it doesn't compare, you know, what on the Twitch chat, you're going to get like a copy pasta or something? Like, it doesn't compare. No. But, um, Let's see, some other reasons, I think, besides the fact of, you know, something like a pandemic that could happen to burnout is, we already talked about it before, is maybe, you know, you really don't enjoy the game you're playing. And I think this yeah. happens a lot more than people think, is they genuinely don't enjoy the game. I think people um, kind of force themselves to like a game rather than, like, actually enjoy the game. They play it because... It's the popular game, or they play it maybe because they're good at it, mm. um, but they don't genuinely enjoy it. And I think you see guys like Punk now, where he's playing like every game because he likes yep. it. You know, he's yeah. he picked up DBZ now, and I think that's like all he's playing is DBZ because yep. he freaking loves that game. He's not just playing Street Fighter. I don't even think he practices Street Fighter anymore. And he still dominates in it, but uh, but DBFZ That's is also the most. <laughs> it DBFZ has the hungriest and most competitive community, and I think like offline focused community mm -hmm. compared to any of the other scenes right now. Uh, I was especially able to witness that in Boston. They were DBFZ is like clearly the inheritor of the Marvel Three crowd, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, people who really indulge in that atmosphere and like take their competition seriously and take yeah. like, pride in being able to perform the game well. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, definitely a reason like why burnout could have happened if, if that's not there, you know, any of that stuff. That's kind of like relating to like lack of offline events. 
Yeah, I really wish that scene had rollback netcode because, I mean, (laughs) further ahead and like the level of play could be better even offline, like because that are using online as a training tool in a rollback world. Yeah, but, uh, you know, not everybody gets rolled back. Well, nowadays they do. Persona ain't getting it. Yeah, I think like every new fighting in the come out will probably have it. Yep, but oh my my god. We got the Sega Absorb netcode. Virtua Fighter 5, man, it just did just well enough with its uh Absorb netcode. And, yeah, I don't even uh, know what that is. It's uh <laughs> it's just like Sega's made up name for their in-house netcode. That's the same trash that has always existed. Oh, okay. Um and Persona's going to have that again and it's going to be very sad when I really want to lab 2.0 combos, but I'm worried of being judged for buying a game without rollback in it and <laughs> basically support no rollback games in 2022, the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me, this is the first episode of 2022, so give it up for that. <laughs> oh, yes, excellent. We made it. Mm-hmm. Another year. Another year. Here's so many more. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. You know, we got we got uh, a lot of good stuff planned for you guys here for 2022 at least. So hope you guys stick around. Uh we got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But uh where what were we talking about besides not genuinely enjoying the game? Um um I think we were talking about uh like uh how players I I want to talk about anyway about how often too people can kind of trap themselves into having burnout for a game that they haven't thoroughly investigated enough and or like found the design of because of just things that they see on the Twitter timeline of some player articulating what they don't like about a game and then filtering down the whole community decides to misinterpret in whatever way they possibly scrubbily choose. And then you have these people like, dude, this drives me nuts. There are some like low level players who like don't really know what's going on in a game that will then parrot these very awful self misinterpretations of opinions to justify why they're dropping a game and then they'll say that the game is flawed for this reason while not being able to play the game well enough to understand what that player could have been saying at all right so i think uh there's a very specific example of what you're talking about was when sonic fox was saying how he doesn't really like guilty gear strive yeah they were in on um some kind of like defense not being fun in the game mm-hmm. uh headspace yeah, exactly. and so they were uh they just went and basically said that and it's not even their fault but the whole community just will use that criticism to justify any bizarre belief they have about why the game is bad and th- it could not possibly be their fault. And then you play them and, th- and they were trash. It's, it's yeah. just, it, it, you know, they just demonstrate the uselessness of their opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some people might weigh uh, like a top player's opinions a little bit more. That's mm-hmm. a little bit of a different topic, but it definitely does uh, relate to this a bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I when I heard people saying that uh, they got burnt out of the game because the defense is so bad, but there's somebody that never had any defense in any yeah. fighting game ever. It's just like, what? Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um, I mean... I just you... want to hold people to a high standard of, of self-expression, you know? People got to know when they're bullshitting. 
What do you mean by that? I think we tolerate just a lot of scrubby talk in this scene okay. on uh, on social media, and even I think that atmosphere has filtered its way into locals with the new young generation of fighting game players who yeah. have this normalized. Every Guilty Gear character is a meme to hate on because of the one tool that defines them. You know, Totsugeki, Soul Far S, uh, plus five on block, just lying and saying whatever they want. It, it's crazy. It, it, the people got to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of like um, a mindset difference, I would say, between uh, like the newer players that maybe grew up more online. And I'm not saying we didn't. I mean, we're definitely part of the online but we're not pandemic era players you yeah. know exclusively yeah, they, they, online mm, taking the online space like it's the only serious thing that there ever was when it's just like to me a tool to facilitate the offline space yeah yeah i definitely value the offline play exponentially more than online play mm-hmm. not saying i devalue online play at all but like you said it's like a it's like a supplement, you know. You use online yeah. play to supplement what you couldn't get offline. Yeah, which can be can be a lot, right? I mean, locals can be limited by how many people you get, and if you have four people at your local in Guilty Gear, congrats, you're going to know three matchups really well. Maybe, maybe two of them uh, play the same character. Entirely possible. Yeah, <laughs> of, maybe all four of you play the same character. <laughs> or it's vanilla, and the only four players left are soul players because they all decided to work together and you know establish dominance and T-pose on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, I miss my vanilla soul brother, and we were being put through shit by this community. Yeah, you were not. It, it was rough. Yeah, yeah. You were making some t- uh, tweets about stuff, but people, people be blabbering, man. <laughs> it happens. It's like uh, it's like I was playing Injustice One Superman, and I was. Uh, on the other end, you know, I, I used to want to send hate mail to a Justice One Superman when I was 14 Superman. or 15 or 16 playing that game. And then I became a Superman player. That's the Justice you can't game. beat him, join him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I played Shazam and Lex, who are also both murdered by Superman in the Justice One story. Oh, really? So I just, I'm like, well, this guy killed my character, so I guess I got to play him now. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Shazam was yeah. like bad, wasn't he? Oh yeah, definitely. One of the <laughs> most unstable grappler designs ever. His command grabs were an overhead and a low rather than what? just like one real command grab. That's sick. So it, he 50-50'd himself and you on every blocked normal. And so Oh, so they had like mad whiff recovery? If you Yeah, they're guess both right. full combos on 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 success and full punish on on miss. So oh. it's so unstable. But what he did have was a lot of teleporting around his movement yeah. and uh, psycho crusher, which was yeah. really good, except for the fact that every down one in the game could punish it on block uh, into a special. Okay. So that made it that made it ass. But if people didn't punish it, it was great. Yeah, but just don't play him. That people don't don't even even if he comes back, he's going to be awful. Don't play him. You think so? Yeah. You think they won't you redesign it because of the movies? He, he needs a full redesign, and it needs to come with a gameplay design uh, that's also completely different. But Injustice is the one NRS franchise that actually carries over movesets mostly and has like a lot of legacy knowledge. Yeah. And if they bring back if they if they bring back Shazam, then they're going to have to bring back Doomsday, and nobody wants that. <laughs> Well, yeah, Down one Earthshaker. 
Low overhead, low two frames. NRS can surprise you at any moment. So we're like we were so surprised at the Game Awards when Ed Boon was in attendance with the Mortal Kombat people, and I nothing surprised. was announced. Yeah, because because I don't set foolish expectations. No, I'm just gonna let things surprise me positively only. You know, that's kind of a good segue. Is if you set foolish expectations of yourself and you let yourself down. That could also be one way that you experience burnout. You know, if you're expecting yourself to yeah. be the best, you know, there's a good balance here. Monkey business, I have talked about, you got to think you're godlike, right? You got to know yeah. how sick you are, or you got to think how sick you are, and you'll actually be sick. But if you think, you know, you're about to go to CEO and walk through that thing, 3 0 everybody, <laughs> and you don't make it out of pools, you can't be like, all butthurt and be like, oh, I'm sad. And then I don't want to play this game anymore. You know, there's uh it's, it's, it, it happens, dude, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a reason why someone could get, uh, could get burnt out, you know, is they set an unreasonable expectation and, and they don't reach it. Most people go zero and two at their first tournament, whether it's a local or a major, and I don't think, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I went 0-2 in my first tournament. Now, it happened to be a Tekken Tag Tournament 2 tournament when I didn't play <laughs> Tekken, so I wasn't so offended. <laughs> but um, I also acknowledge that, like, in the online era, I've never had the stamina to enter a lot of online tournaments over the course of one week. But, I mean, I can't imagine how awful it would feel to be doing that continuously and going 0-2 just because... With that 0-2 also comes all the time you wasted reading the Discord rules, reacting with the correct role, and then uh, entering the Smash.gg for something that will only happen once for the week, and then filling out a Macherino with the hope that you might get some of that money back, and then still going 0-2. I mean, all those chores associated with an online tournament. And then you have to also not even have a chance to be in top eight, like, time after time. I think in that case, you got to find, like, Make sure you're playing the game in some other actually fun way, like at least throughout that same week, because that sounds horrible. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I have always hated online. Uh, forever, you know, MKX Street Fighter. I, I don't even think I've ever done a Street Fighter online tournament, but MKX Injustice Two, MK Eleven, Guilty Gear. Even I don't. I hate online tournaments, and for some reason, it's I get so out. mad over them. I start punching the desk. <laughs> because you can't take back the wasted time of yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Time for you to get into the thing. There's just so much that. frustration that goes into it. And then they make you say GG's in the chat, and you're like, it's not good. I never say GG. I'm over here. I'm punching the throwing the mouth at the wall. <laughs> Luckily, I got this nice padding back here, so it's not as damaging anymore. <laughs> the pad padding. That's yes. why I put it up. There's... You guys thought I put it up for soundproofing. This is actually protection <laughs> from all my devices. Controllers think... go flying back there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the, the, the way to protect yourself is always to be streaming your online tournament runs. So that oh, when that you doesn't protect rage, me. You just you know punch in the camera and just so angry. <laughs> There's a, and it's no, part of the show. Oh oh da- okay, I should play that. There's definitely a clip of me out there slamming the mic into the monitor. So I'll say it was <laughs> it was all an act, part of the show. Yeah yeah, just just have to demonstrate what a raging player looks like. Yeah. This is what happens when you lose. But not me though. <laughs> not me though. <laughs> I've just heard of it a bunch of times from yeah. other other fellow fighting game players. <laughs> Yes. So I just want to talk about a little bit, a couple more reasons of how burnout could happen. These might be a little bit uh, uncommon, I would say. 
maybe perhaps uh, if you have a sponsor. Well, this kind of ties with our last one. You know, if you have a sponsor, they might be pressuring you for certain results or stuff. And if you're not getting the results, uh, it's a little bit hard. You know, it causes a bit of stress. It could be making you not want to play. It ties in with setting an expectation. Only you're not the one setting the expectation your sponsor is or whatever. But um, you got something to say? Yeah, I can't imagine how much pressure that would be. I've never been the sponsored competitive player, right? So every every testament, every achievement that I make playing a game and every placement I have is a testament only to how well I was able to use the spare time that I give myself to engage with fighting games. Um, and, you know, that can be pretty hard for me to give myself that time sometimes be, being a person with crippling ADHD. You know, it's just crippling. It's awful. It makes it so much harder to play fighting games. But uh, it also is like a a unique subsect of the fighting game community. People just like bonding over their unique brains also in the context of fighting games. I found a pretty good support group a while back for the ADHD adult fighting game uh, people. And I also noticed going through college that uh, in my little entourage of fighting game playing friends I made, the real trick for anyone to actually get into them is to just ask them if they have ADHD. And then instantly it becomes clear that they are the fighting game disciple for you. Oh, okay. The games are it's just so demanding and they focus your attention so perfectly that like I brands like mine just love them. Oh really? Actually my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I can't read big MOBA screens. I can't look at, uh, at, People like I can't believe so many people in the FGC play FF14, the MMO. Because when I see that, I just I I freeze looking at how packed that screen is. Well, see the thing about that is you can customize it to be whatever you want. That's what's nice about that. Well, and most people I see have a thousand icons on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. to. You don't actually have to, but that's like part of the cool part is having a billion Listen. icons in there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where to cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. Um, yeah, something I, I want to say about that sponsorship thing, though, is, you know, everybody wants to be like the sponsored guy, but don't like don't make it like a priority to be like, oh, man, you know, I want to be sponsored so bad. Like, yeah, if listen, if you just play your game and, you know, do decent at tournaments and stuff, feel free to like message a sponsorship or something and just ask them if like they're they're taking players and stuff but don't like feel like you have to be sponsored like that's the pinnacle you know there's t- there's yeah. top players out there winning tournaments without sponsors you know they don't care it's yes. it's not it's being a sponsored player isn't what makes you good yeah and uh if you are the kind of player who's craving sponsorship in such a way you should possibly uh look both ways before you cross the street because esports is a pretty rough and rocky world out there um a lot of different teams that uh, claim to be upstart organizations pursue players who are ignorant uh in the ways of law and very naive tons of young naive talent right who might not care to read through a whole contract that probably uh could be manipulative in some way yeah have a I professional think, uh, read a contract if you're ever yeah. offered one yeah it's uh because it's a world rife with exploitation um especially in the online space where there's such limited accountability for even these like shady organizations some of which come and go and disappear without a trace 
So, uh, you know, sponsorship is definitely not the end all be all, but if you're trying to make a, a lifelong project out of traveling in the scene and uh, want someone, want to always be able to attend every event, then yeah, sponsorship would be the way to go. They'll fly you out if it goes well for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, like we said, uh, it's not the end all be all. If it comes, hey, take it, uh, mm-hmm. read it over, have a professional read it over. But like we said, don't don't stress over it. Um, stress. Yeah. Go ahead. You can reach out, I think, too. I mean, uh, sitting there and waiting isn't really the play if, if you want to land any gig in any facet of the scene. Uh, proactively messaging uh, teams or event organizers, tournament organizers. I mean, sometimes... If you want to make it to a tournament and uh, sponsorship isn't quite in your ballpark as a player, uh, asking a TO for help and like uh, sometimes that can get you a place to stay before an event and uh, come in clutch for you. So just uh, be proactive and communicative. And that's always the best way to go about your business, trying to live a, a somewhat public life like we are in the fighting game community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know we're all nervous insecure introverted gamers but yeah that's sometimes it. That's you, yeah you got to put on those big boy pants and you know a little dm on twitter isn't really that social you don't have to yeah. see them until you're yeah, there exactly. but <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah like i said though uh this is this is a topic i kind of want to talk more about uh, a different time maybe make a whole episode about it you know being sponsored and and that kind of stuff Mm. But uh, sponsorships for definitely uh, can cause a lot of stress for people, the results and whatnot. And I think stress, uh, like real life stress in general, not just from fighting games, but stress in general can be a reason that of why people burn out, you know, whether mm. it's relationship or work stuff or family stuff, any kind of stress can definitely like bear down so much weight on you to where, you know, it it, it can be a very slippery slope, very spiraling. So. We lost monkey business for a second. We can't hear him. We see the mouth moving, but no words coming out. <laughs> so I'm just going to talk about this while uh, monkey business tries to fix this. I think uh, stress. Do we get him back? Let's see. Oh, we did not. <laughs> we lost him, folks. Oh, he's muted on Discord. What a fool. But uh, stress. Um, I think you're muted on Discord, bud. All right, you got me back now. You got me back. There it is. He's back. Uh, I got to use a different USB port for this mic. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we we're talking about stress, real-life stress being a, a factor of potential burnout. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, this is something that we can't really personally advise on because, I mean, if you're, like, choosing to play games to get through some stressful time in your life... Um, just be careful so as to not overindulge. Uh, don't use video games to avoid facing things that could otherwise plague you chronically. Um, even if you're can convince yourself that it's a truly fully healthy pursuit, like because uh, you're trying to always improve, right, or win tournaments or something, just make sure you're also fighting your other demons and not just your demons in bracket. Yes, uh, that's pretty good said. Um, I mean, there's so many, so many different kind of situations to where, like, you know, we'll never know all of them, so we can't really give you advice on 
what to do, but uh, Monkey Business said it good, and I kind of want to go to the next topic here of how to avoid or take care of when you have burnout, and I'll, I'll go to like the the stress slash real life set, real life like stress situation first is um, if you're feeling like you know you're stressed and that's the reason you're burned out, you know take a break, focus on your real life stuff, you know, focus on your health if you feel like you know. You're not, you're not feeling too great if you're a little sick and that's maybe why you're burned out. Maybe start going to the gym, get a little workout in. That's always a great, I, I, you know, monkey business is uh fit FGC. I'm former fit FGC. Yeah. 2020, <laughs> 2022, I'm coming back to it, baby. Okay. We'll good. be deadlifting yeah, yeah. four plates in no time. Those will uh, go well on TikTok too. Oh, dude, we could do a SGL fit FGC page. That'd be nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, focus on, I, I, this is also another topic that I want to talk about, like, big time, uh, probably have a whole episode about it, is, like, real-life health uh, when it takes to, like, gamers. It's, like, mm-hmm. so important to, like, focus on your health. And I, I don't think, I think people are starting to realize how important slash how much of an impact it has. But um, beforehand, I, I really don't think a lot of people were aware of how important it was. Yeah, yeah, and ever so often you see Twitter discourse about how people eat at tournaments, how some players don't eat while they're at tournaments because they believe they like fight most fiercely while hungry. Uh, you know, the, I think I've heard strategies like this also discussed in mixed martial arts. A lot of different things people will do to try and make sure they're on their best competitive edge. But um, I mean, I'm always a fan of the healthiest possible breakfast of not overindulgence and not underindulgence and just trying to feel unbothered and perfectly normal while yeah. while you're playing. Yeah, I like that yeah. too. There's yeah. a lot of different rituals people take, uh, you know, not warming yeah. up. Some people like a really nice warm up, but mm. uh, I kind of like, I mean, everybody, you got to figure out what's good for you, especially like in a tournament day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, like uh, to spoil myself to the, my pools, people. I'm always playing. Yeah, I don't like doing that. Trust. But, but I like to get a good warm up in. Yeah. Um, but I kind of said, you know, different rituals based on tournaments. And I think that's a good way also to avoid a burnout is make a ritual or a routine or a schedule about when you're going to play. You know, let's say you take two hours a day and you and you play, you know, every day you get home from work you crush an hour of guilty gear you go you cook dinner you hang out with the family or whatever and then you play an hour before bed or so something Mm -hmm. like that i I don't think you would get burned out nearly as fast as if you were just come home from work play all day go to sleep go to work the next day come home play all day some days you can do that there's nothing wrong with it but there's definitely a lot better chance of you getting burned out if that's your schedule balanced lives you know uh when you're coming back into playing a fighting game you want to have i think not the thoughts from like if you have too immersive of one play session you may get too deep into it and lose your thoughts from from other play sessions and you could you'll let's say like you really bothered yourself over one three-hour session because you weren't doing dp attire and then you become only so obsessed with DP Antire for like the next hours that you start lacking in other areas. And, you know, it might just be, you might just be damaging your play style overall. 
Yeah, and then it's a slippery slope because then you start performing worse, you're getting more frustrated, and it, it just keeps adding on to itself, and then you're just like, that's when you start throwing things against the padded wall. <laughs> yeah, the drywall suddenly reveals itself, and it turns yeah. out you're Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> fist, big fist holes in the in the wall. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, a schedule. I I really advocate for a schedule. I've I've um and, and you know I think the human body itself naturally likes routine. What is he doing? <laughs> this uh the human body naturally likes you know a routine and a schedule of sorts you know it likes waking up at the same time every day it likes mm-hmm. you know it, it muscle memory is like a reason for a thing you know it, it gets used to doing the same thing so having a schedule is definitely a re- something i advocate for strongly I try hard to have schedules for the most important things in my life but i can't quite fit when to play the game onto it reliably Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle it's, it's with hard. It's it's hard yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's hard, but if you can somehow make it work, uh, more power to you, man. Definitely gonna help you out. But uh, that leads me to my next thing that I want to talk about. Besides making a routine, would be like, uh, kind of relates to like the online era stuff. Is find some friends, you know, find some friends around the same skill level as you. I got like a sneeze deep inside oh, my nose. Brilliant. Yeah. You know that feeling where you're like, you're like, oh, the sneeze no. is deep and I'm like trying to, <laughs> trying to hold it back. I think it's going that's, away now. That's a challenge. For sure. <laughs> but find some friends around you, the same skill level. Uh, and you guys can, you know, grind together, level up together. It, it'll make it a lot more enjoyable. And there's tons of ways now to find people, of all skill levels of all games, you know, discord and Twitter are just massive for finding people. Mm. Yeah. Just gotta be willing to use it. And, uh, you know, don't feel weird about it when you're just contacting people via text, a stranger, I mean, should be strangers on the internet have provided me a lot of great information and entertainment, frankly. So have faith, you know? Yeah. And if, um, we've talked about like, like how important an offline scene is. And sometimes you can't find an offline scene. Maybe you live in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) but I, I, there's gotta be something close to you, but if the off chance, there's not make your own little online scene as close as it would be to an offline scene, you know, get on every day with your buddies one day a week, you know, you all get in the same lobby, start playing all each other, you know, host a little tournament or something, you know, just like really, Try to like bring that friendship so close as if you guys are offline and it'll make the game way more fun. So that way you don't feel burnt out. You can look up any state followed by fighting game community on Facebook groups and you'll see that like the Montana had the Montana heads get together in their own little online lobbies across all these games like this. These resources already exist just for you to join. People have done the groundwork. It's quite nice. Honestly, you should reap the benefits. Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, something to look for. Uh, Monkey Business and I are blessed to have Buffalo FGC, but we've both traveled and had to find uh, the the local FGC of the towns we've moved to. So we know it's not impossible. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Definitely easier in cities, of course. That's constant. 
but as online infrastructure continues to get better and more games get better rollback solutions, I do think I do still think online is going to keep growing as a way to engage with the games. I hope too that online events can grow in a way that somehow eventually makes them a little bit more um, watchable and consumable as a spectator. But uh, for now, offline still the king on that front. Yeah, and now um, Monkey Business talked about this very early in the episode is how uh, when MK11 came out, you know, he wasn't really enjoying playing the game, but he did enjoy making lab videos and matchups, uh, labbing mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and. If that's like what is uh like your thing in the in the game is mate labbing a little sorry. If that's like what you enjoy is labbing and making kind of videos or or matchups or analysis and stuff, maybe like try doing a tournament. Even if like beforehand, you know, you didn't enjoy playing the game in tournament, after you start labbing and stuff, uh making these videos, really understanding, you know, you play yourself in a tournament, maybe you'll find that you do enjoy it. And also yeah. vice versa, you know, maybe you're always playing in tournaments. Maybe take a break from tournament, take a couple tournaments off, relax, uh, maybe make a video or two, maybe just take a week off completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always recommend dipping your toes into other fighting games because you can find ways to apply the knowledge from the other subgenres to the other things that you play too. Uh, it exposes you to a wider variety of playstyles while also minimizing the chance that you feel burnout on any one game in particular. Uh huh. And playing different fighting games as more of a benefit than just that. Each each fighting game has like a diff like a different emphasis on certain skills that relate to all fighting. Like Street mm-hmm. Fighter. If you want to learn neutral, you go play Street Fighter. If it's you want to learn, yeah. If you want to learn like offensive reach you go play something like like mk or killer instinct you know mm. uh guilty gear is just like crazy mix-ups and setups but there's a lot you know there's everything in every movement. game air movement yeah, yeah. for sure yeah uh other anime games i don't have too much knowledge for defense you know dragon ball something like that. tried and true rock paper scissors would be something like uh virtua fighter the right. the emphasis on uh the rps there is very strong dodge strike and throw but throw only works if they're not doing any attack all attacks are fully invincible to throw so you have to truly have conditioned for it and have to be respected (laughs) no no frame trapping into throws in that game and that that gives you such a a great understanding and like a forced understanding of conditioning rather than like guessing you know yeah so you know playing other fighting games has the benefit of not burning out in one particular fighting game but also helping you level up in all fighting games as a whole definitely a, mm. a strong recommendation i say that's why i try to do it yeah i just do it because you know we love fighting games here mm. <laughs> but uh i think uh probably the best way to avoid burnout as a whole is just take a break you know take a break from either all fighting games all games in general try do something else if you're really feeling like bummed out man you're like man this game sucks i hate this game i just like am dreading playing this game yeah you know take a break play some freaking league of legends or or don't play nothing play some burnout revenge (laughs) <laughs> Take revenge against your burnout and play yeah. burnout revenge on yeah. the Xbox or PlayStation Two. <laughs> Those games <laughs> are actually so fun. I think you would enjoy it if you uh, never played it before. 
If any, I don't think there will ever be a racing game again that lets you use traffic as a weapon by shunting cars across the across the across the road. <laughs> it's it's and also it's like truly one of the most like vengeful games you could play. Like even if you're if you're ever if you ever have a bad day, you can totally take it out in burnout and have a like a road rage sim. Yeah, it's definitely one of the like most fun games of all time. Yeah, yeah. Top two racing game one? for sure. Yeah. Okay, I think the sneeze is here. It's about to come. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> get, get get down, bend below the frame. No one oh, wants to see. It went, it went back in there. It went back in. The sneeze oh, okay. is messing with me. <laughs> have you ever had to sneeze during a tournament match? Uh, I yeah, I'm pretty have. sure. Yeah, I think yeah. I have. What's yeah, worse, sneezing while driving or sneezing while tournament <laughs> match? Well, is it a tournament match? I trust myself to win anyway. Because if it's, it's a real competitive uh, one. Oh, I mean, I'd rather sneeze and drive, I think. <laughs> risk your life. Yep. Uh, risk 100%. your life or risk your tournament life. What's the what's worse? Cloud is on the line, dude. True. Yeah. Driving yeah, is like it's 30 on stream. Minutes. Yeah, it's on stream. Yeah. It's on stream and like a tournament match could be like five minutes where your drive is 30. So you need the more time spent ratio wise on the tournament match and the sneeze would take away a much larger chunk. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. That's my decision. Fair enough. Tournament yeah. life over regular life. We take that <laughs> every day of the week here at the Seven Golden Letter Show. While we also talk about how important your real life health is. Yes. That being said, uh, don't hold your sneezes in. I know a couple people that do that. They are just. Yeah, and uh, apparently it like takes a couple of years off your life because there's so much tension no left way. unresolved in your brain. That's a myth. There's no <laughs> way holding a sneeze in takes years off your life. <laughs> yeah, that's a myth because you've been you've been holding them in for a while now. <laughs> I don't hold my sneezes in. Don't let yourself believe that. Yes, but um, yeah, that's kind of like the main thing I want to say, like about burnout. Everybody kind of faces burnout at some point in their life and in their competitive gaming career not just fighting games you know no matter what game you're playing no matter what thing you're doing whether it's sports or gaming or whatever but uh take a break is is by far like the best thing you can do i know uh over the last year a lot of like pro counter-strike players were taking like real like three month long breaks because they were just so burnt out on all the like online tournaments and whatnot. So uh, taking a break is just so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know for a fact, I've heard fighting game players talk about showing up to a tournament after a break and doing the best they've ever done. Yeah. I've, uh, I've definitely been a part of that where I've taken like a break, not intentional, uh, yeah. just like not playing and, Go to the but you still gotta do, show up for the event. Yeah, and do pretty good. So, mm -hmm. and that kind of, that brings you back in, like so, like a hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, it does. Cases. You know, it's kind of like, dang, you know, that was so much fun, and you're thinking like, oh man, only if I did practice, how good would I be? And then you know, mm -hmm. the motivation kicks back in, baby. Yeah, and there you are playing. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's about all I got though for burnout. If you got anything. Uh, Specific I know, you I think talk we were about pretty thorough. Right um, we were pretty thorough, and I think uh, everybody will have their own reasons. Um, 
you can pull from anything that we said and combine it anyway to fight your particular case of burnout and uh more importantly take like the preventative measures you know just try and have a good discipline and how you engage with the game and treat yourself with respect treat your actual desires with respect and don't deny yourself anything on the basis of pride or to perform a personality yeah i think um you know you hit the nail on the head uh Sorry, I'm uh, drawing a, a blank right now, but uh, Monkey Business, you know, he said everything right. Uh, don't take too much. Yeah, take over, dude. I'm I'm out of it right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, while I take over, I guess I'll say that uh, make sure to, like, I mean, I, I was having, I, I guess, you know, so, some of us in the fighting game community really do only play fighting games. I've been that way for many months at a time, but have other hobbies too. I, I can't put mm. that anymore plainly. Like uh, watch movies, hike, you know, uh, TV shows. What else, what else do people do? What I'm just listening to things I like. To Sports. Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ride a bike. Find your park. Mm-hmm. If, is that a hobby or is that just something I'm recommending people do every once in a while? What, find know. a park? Yeah, yeah. Parks are great. I mean, Touch go, grass, go sit, yeah. <laughs> roll around in it. Unless you're allergic, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Breathe it in though, because I mean, this fresh air isn't going to be free for so much longer. You know, yeah, it's about to There's be something in the air. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, finding uh, other hobbies as well is definitely a big thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just come home. I mean, you can come home and play fighting games all day, every day. But yeah, like we said, at some point, you know, you're going to get burnout, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to be fun. You might. You know, the the number one thing we don't want to happen is you get so burnt out on fighting games that you never play them again. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the worst I've been possible reading, situation. I've been reading a good book, Norm MacDonald's uh, memoir type thing. Norm MacDonald, uh, A True Story. And uh, I got to say, like, I was reading that on my way into CEO flying in. And I was I was thought it was so cool to just feel so worldly, you know. I, this is a book that any person could be reading for any reason, and I'm reading it on my way to a fighting game tournament. You know, uh, just because if it ever so happens that all you're doing is fighting games, and then you wake up with a burnout and you don't like them, what the hell else is your life going to be about? You have to figure that out quick. You know, just trying to maintain other things in it too. Yeah, you know, uh, that's perfect. You know, if if you're burnt out on fighting games, you don't want to play them anymore, but you got nothing else to do. You know, you're just going to like force yourself to play them and then you're going to get depressed because you're just playing them all the time and then your life is ruined, you know? Yeah. yeah. Avoid so, the ruin. Avoid. Yeah. we Nobody wants their life to be ruined. So have other hobbies. Take a break from fighting games. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Try something new. Maybe you'll find out you like that better than fighting games. And mm-hmm. then one day you'll find out that you don't like that better than fighting games and you'll come <laughs> back to your favorite podcast right here. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, do it. Yes. But I feel like we covered a pretty good amount of stuff today. Yeah, uh, I kind of don't have anything else. This was a little bit of a shorter episode, but we still got our one hour in. Mm-hmm. We're I see here. that too. We're rounding out on it right now. By the time our sign-offs are done, I think we'll probably hit the one colon zero zero colon zero zero mark. A little bit of a, a different episode, online edition, thanks to the COVID-19 Omicron variant. You, uh, do you, 
If only the test actually said which variation you had. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. probably Omicron, though. That's just how the way the stats are right now. It's it's like the MKX character select screen. You select <laughs> COVID-19. It's like Delta, <laughs> Omicron. Choose your faction of COVID. <laughs> COVID faction. <battle. laughs> There's only but, uh, three, really, we know of. Yeah. but uh, There's probably going to be more. Yeah, hopefully by next week... Um, I'm already feeling way better. Um, hopefully by next week, you know, we'll be back on the couch, the casting mm-hmm. couch. Of, Where uh, we cast uh, great, wonderful stories out of our mouths. That's right. Uh, Monkey yeah. Business and I, though, have a couple other things planned. Maybe we'll get to them this week. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a little bit of some kind of match analysis stuff we want to get to. Hopefully yeah. we'll, uh, level up you guys yeah. a little bit. It's, uh, it's the matchup lab. We're we're taking the matchup to the lab and putting our heads literally together to try and find some answers, and uh, I think I think it'll be so useful for both of us for cementing learning, and uh, I mean that'll make us better at everything we do in the game. Yeah, Guilty Gear. Playing. If you play Guilty Gear, you're going to be treated by this series. I think. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. That'll hopefully be a a regular excuse me, regular thing that comes this week, but um trying to think what else we got planned. Uh, other than that, episode next Wednesday, uh, you can find this one. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on the Twitch VOD. Uh, if you enjoy everything so far, please give us a follow on all those channels. Twitter at seven, the number golden letters. Uh, our Twitters are on the screen right now. Excellent. Uh, trying to think what else I got next uh, next week. We should be offline again, hopefully. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and then uh, I think our scene has some uh, offline events coming up, like the start of Street Fighter Five ran bats. Yep, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, we're, we definitely got to promote that, and so we will, and uh, hopefully can promote it with our attendance when we're healthy. I uh, I don't know if Station will be oh, available. Will be there. Yeah, this week. <laughs> that's for the best. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So this Saturday is um, Buffalo starting their official Ranbat season with Tekken, Street Fighter, and Guilty Gear. Uh, so if you want to watch that, it's over at, uh, what is it? Buffalo FGC Live. That'll be this Saturday. Yep, this Saturday, uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, go head over there at Buffalo Game Space at the TriMain Center. Um if you know who Cha Cha is, it is his last day here in Buffalo. Which is oh, uh, yeah, it's a big bummer because I won't be able wow. to be there. But ah, I know, sad. It's very sad. Oh God, no, <laughs> <All> right, <wait. laughs> no. <laughs> we demand him back. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer, but uh, it happens. Monkey business right now. Plugging some links for us in the in the description here or in the yeah. Even chat. though uh, we already just dropped the YouTube link, I just dropped a second one for posterity. Yes, showing my support. Yeah, so we're kind of just stalling here right now. We're not. We're just like delaying the wrap up of the show. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys for watching this uh, episode five, first episode of 2022. A lot more to come, a lot more different content and stuff. Check us out over on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. A lot of teas. And podcast, or I mean Spotify. We are the podcast that's on Spotify. (laughs) Podcast.com. Never forget. (laughs) 
<laughs> Go, yeah, uh, see you people later. It was it was pretty fun hanging out with you. I always find myself learning more and finding the ways to like uh, articulate some understandings I have through my experiences in the scene just by having the excuse to talk a lot in the show. So I appreciate the opportunity once again. Thanks to Station for producing this one, like always. Even uh, battling through the illnesses and whatnot and through the online airwaves, we made it. So uh, appreciate it dearly, man. And let's wrap this thing up and then uh, maybe say our farewells. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Thank you guys one more time. And we'll be see you guys next week, hopefully offline. Peace. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone's station here and in this video, I'm gonna show you how to do the basic. If you know me by name and are watching this, then you know me as a local oh, who fearless. Nah, I'm not talking about no tearless. No tearless never happened. Alright. Oh, right here. Funko Pop, who wants it more? Where is it? This one? The winner is this Funko Pop. Okay, find the top. Keep it locked. I'll be seeing in 3D the whole weekend. Extracting all the depth out of every decision I observe. A monkey business. And this is the pilot. The seven golden letters. Woo!